Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Compound in the Southamptons. It's the uh, compound of the Cuomos, Cuomo crime family. As you know, you have the Bananos, the Columbos, the Lucchese's, the Genovese, the Gambinos, the DeCalvacantes in New Jersey, and you have the Cuomo crime family here in New York. They've seen better days, Justin, but uh, Michael Corleone, a.k.a. Andrew Evilized Cuomo. King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Faccia Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I. He's laid up and is listening on our FM affiliate, WLIR. Yes, the most powerful station in the nation, WABC, has an FM affiliate. FM, as you know, stands for freaking morons, feeble-minded, fornicating madly, free marijuana, and of course, Frank Morano, friend of the Cuomos. And nearby is Chris Cuomo, a.k.a. Fredo, who's got a muscle between both ears, and naturally their wartime consigliere, who had to do a powder for six years in federal jail. Joe Pococo, who's out and is tooling up his Louisville Sluggers. Rocky Calavito autographed Louisville Sluggers. And the Cuomo way was, we can try to convince you. We can try to bribe you. And if none of that works, we'll send our wartime consigliere, Joe Pococo, who will bend your leg and stuff it in your pockets. Truly is run. Like an organized crime family. And the capo di tutti is Andrew Evilized Como. Andrew, ascendeme tu siu proyenos facin. And esquifosa. Just like your father, Mario. And he has proven that again as he has tried to, uh, rise from the political dead, like Lazarus from the political dead. Just uh, last week, 
Well, both Sid and I were co-hosting the rally to end all rallies at Floyd Bennett Field to say no to the tents, no to the migrants. Miles away at the most crooked of all crooked Democratic clubs in America, the Thomas Jefferson Democratic Club on 96 and Conklin. Andrew Levelize Cuomo was making his political comeback. Invited to do so by the former crooked county chairman of Kings County, Frank Sedio. It was so crooked he tried to be a judge without ever having been a lawyer. They had to defrock him. But hey, that's the Kings County Brooklyn way, right? You put your beak in the trough and you say to all your similarly criminally minded rip-off artist supporters, I got to feed my family. My family of sycophants, toadies, and lackeys. And that's the Cuomo way. And as he made his reappearance on the political scene, with a picture of me, Desposito, behind him. By the way, he went to jail, of course, for political corruption. He knew he was speaking to a crowd of white ethnics, blacks, Caribbeans, and West Indians. And yes, Justin Ellick, your peeps, Jews. And he decided right before Rosh Hashanah, now working its way into Yom Kippur. And by the way, uh, wrong way, Lurafino, I hope that Hashem writes Sid Rosenberg into the Book of Life. Because if he writes him into the Book of Death, as you know, Justin Ellick, all the breadcrumbs in the world won't save him. But this is what Andrew Evilized Cuomo, that Dewey Facha, had to say. He is saying it is time for the Shabbos Goy. The Shabbos Goy can do the work that benefits both the Jewish community and the non-Jewish community. The Shabbos Goy can turn on the lights on the Sabbath because it benefits everyone. It is time to turn on the lights. Yeah, to watch cockroaches like you scurry around. By the way, Justin, would you have a Chavez Goy, Andrew Cuomo, turn on your lights, tear your your shaman tissue paper into little pieces because you can't do that on Chavez? Of course not. Elvis Presley did it in Tupelo, Mississippi. Colin Powell did it in the South Bronx. But I digress. You see, people like Andrew Evilized Cuomo and people in politics, I don't care who they are, Democrats or Republicans, they assume that all of you people are sheep and that they are your sheep herders. <laughs> that you're stupid, you're stunad, you can't remember from one day to the next, five seconds ago what they said, five minutes ago, five hours ago, five days ago, five weeks ago, five months ago, five years ago. So when I play this cut over and over as Andrew Evilized Cuomo now announces that it's the federal government's fault for the illegal alien invasion, the federal government, not the state, not the city, that has declared themselves to be sanctuary cities, sanctuary states, he seems to forget that I have what he said back in his race against then the county executive Malinaro to become governor. How he thrashed ICE, trashed them, humiliated them, degraded them. 
New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We said we will sue them if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York. That's federal government ICE, the Immigration and Naturalization Service. Call them thugs. Not MS-13, not 18th Street, not narco-terrorists, not sex traffickers, not drug dealers. No, 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 no. Only uh, our federal law enforcement, brave men and women who put on a bulletproof vest every day, go out and have to make arrests on detainers of the worst hombres. Worst hombres who are here based on crimes they committed in their country of origin or right here. And then on his podcast, and nobody listens to Justin, he announced that, in fact, what are you talking about, lockdown during the pandemic? Everything that I said on noon every day. Remember, I had my PowerPoint presentations. I put on my uh, polo shirt. Justin, I know you got excited when you saw his nipple ring as he would flex for the homosexuals out there. Oh, he won an Emmy Award. And he lied and he lied and he lied. And now he's attempting revisionism on his podcast that, in fact, during the lockdown of the pandemic, oh, he just asked you to voluntarily wear a mask, voluntarily close your businesses, voluntarily stay home. Listen to this. Usinit, the snake that he is as he slithers out of a boulder from underneath in the Southamptons to try to revise history. Government had no capacity to enforce any of this. You must wear a mask. Uh, And people wore masks in New York. But if they said, I'm not wearing a mask... There was nothing I could do about it. Uh, You must close your private business. I won't. Well, there was nothing I could really do about it. It was really all voluntary, and it was extraordinary when you think about it, that society uh, acted with that uniformity voluntarily, because I had no enforcement capacity. You Kyakyanam, you Pinocchio. Did you ever hear Max Public House, one of many? But I want to do something I normally don't do uh, wrong way, Lou Rufino. I want to praise Frank Morano, the Mameluke. He exposed Cuomo for a full hour from 4 to 5 this morning. And I'm going to do it again as I do the other side of midnight over the weekends. Because this guy is a sanctimonious hypocrite, a liar, a Kyakaran, a Pinocchio, and he thinks that some people are going to forget these words in the middle of the lockdown and pandemic that he would say every 12 noon when you had your nutats at the cafe and a little be scared. The Cuomosexuals would get all excited as he would flex his nipple ring underneath his polo shirt for his daily PowerPoint repressions of citizens that would drip from his lips. Two basic rules. Only essential businesses will be functioning. People can work at home, but only essential businesses can have workers commuting uh, to the job or on the job. Second rule, remain indoors to the greatest extent to protect physical and mental health. 
Uh, on the businesses, on the valve, we reduced it to 50 percent of the workforce, and today we're bringing it to 100 percent of the workforce uh, must stay home. These are non-essential services. There are essential services that will continue to function, but 100 percent of the workforce. And when I talk about the most drastic action we can take, this is the most drastic action we can take. The most drastic action. And remember how the proud owners of that bar that had declared itself an autonomous zone in Staten Island, Max Public House, fought the governor. And he sent in state troopers, and he sent in the sheriffs, and he shut him down, and he made arrests. And he now tries to say that it was really voluntarily up to you to impose those restrictions on yourself. He's like Pontius Pilate now, washing his hands of the whole sordid affair that he created. And you will not be successful, Cuomo, because I will haunt you with this until the day you die. Featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the theme song that should be played each and every time. Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Not my mayor, mayor of the illegal aliens, makes an entrance. And yesterday he was doing what he does best. Ignoring the city, ignoring the citizens, catering to the illegals. And fundraising for his re-election. Getting wine-dined and pocket-lined by the law officers and everybody who works for Arthur Idella, took his kisser of Eric Adams, who walked in to that law office and just kept shouting the following. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. Could I hear it again? There might have been some people who were in their vestibules in the bathroom who didn't hear it who Arthur Idella ordered to write checks for the re-election of Eric Adams. Checks, in some instances, that could be matchable by an 8-to-1 fund that has been set up for those who go for public funding, like Eric Adams has done. Can I hear that again? Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. And that's all it's ever been about for Eric Adams. So in the midst of this Michigash with the dictators, tyrants, despots, tying up our city in knots, with federal law enforcement using federal dollars that we pay in our taxes to hook them up with hookers and cocaine that goes right into their diplomatic uh, pouches so that they're untouchables. 
And with all the problems that have been incurred because of the invasion that Eric Adams has incurred of illegal aliens, the proud rebels that I represent out of all the boroughs, the five boroughs of the city of New York, showed up outside of Arthur I. Dollar's law offices to greet the mayor. Disgraceful. That was on one side of the street. They had a hundred cops to keep us separated and penned out. But on the other side of the street, you heard a chorus of my rebel friends who was sticking it right to Eric Adams as he was coming in in his tricked out SUVs. One for him and his police uh, 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 guard and the other which is an SUV that we purchased for $95,000, all tricked out, with his wardrobe. It's like a dry-cleaning establishment on wheels. Vote him out! One-term mayor! Get a one-term mayor! Just like Dickens! Just like David Dickens! Vote him out! Destroy our city! You've destroyed our One-term mayor, you've destroyed our city, you're like David Dinkins. They could not prevent us from exercising our First Amendment right of free speech. Although, it was certainly out there in force, a hundred cops. Come on. I thought Eric Adams was going to go around without security uh, when he was mayor. Well, that was another fake, phony, fraudulent, fugazi promise that went to the wayside. And he was there at Arthur I. Dallas Law Firm. Because you have to guarantee Eric Adams at least $25,000 in contributions. And some of it has to be matchable. That means if they are residents of the city of New York, uh, they get an 8-to-1 match from us to sucker the taxpayers. So they could have, uh, let's say, the husband write out a personal check, the wife write out a personal check, uh, the children write out personal checks if they have their own personal accounts. And, I mean, you could rack up big time. And naturally, if you work in the offices of Arthur I. Dollar, you are expected to kick in. I'll let you know momentarily why that was. But you got to understand, Arthur I. Dollar, who appears regularly with Sid Rosenberg in the morning, is best known for representing Harvey Weinstein and for being the number one sickle fan, toady, and lackey of Mayor Eric Adams. In his appearances with Sid uh, over this past year, He has said ridiculous things, ridiculous things that he knows are lies just to curry favor with Eric Adams. Okay, I, I, you know, my my migrant experience is at at Roosevelt, the the Roosevelt Hotel, which is right on the block of my law firm on 45th Street. Yeah. So there's not not a lot of scooters floating around there. (laughs) So no scooters, right? Justin Alec, I sent pictures yesterday to Sid, his friend showing over a 100 scooters, scooters, Vespas, motorbikes outside the Roosevelt Hotel. None of them registered, none of them licensed, and the cops refused to cart any of them away. That's number one. Idala must be like Mr. Magoo. You know, he just can't see. I guess he's like his friend David Patterson, 
the other guy you can't see, who loves Eric Adams. And then, of course, there is um, Arthur Idell, a subway expert. You know, according to Arthur, the subways are getting so much better. Now, wait, I want to ask you a question. You're a subway rider. Yeah. And now be, be objective, because I'm a subway rider. I find things are pretty good down there these days. Yeah, right. Yeah, like anybody believes you're a subway rider. So it's interesting that every time I take on my many adversaries, whether they're friends or foes, the phones always ring upstairs. You notice that, uh, Justin Ellick? They're always asking for me either to give a retraction, an apology. They want me suspended. They want me expelled. They want me excommunicated. They want me fired. Or as uh, former President Donald Trump used to say on The Apprentice, they want John Katzmatidis to say the following. You're fired. They want that. And, in fact, John Katzmatidis, when he came on with Sid Rosenberg this morning, said exactly that. What do you think about uh, Curtis last night outside of Idala's office? Because uh, the mayor was showing up there. What do you think about that? Well, look, Curtis has the right to protest like everybody else. Totally agree. And, uh, uh, you know, I get phone calls from Idala's office uh, uh, saying, Oh, why don't you ban Curtis from coming on? Uh, and do, I said, I mean, Curtis is Curtis. Right. You know, uh, and uh, I said, call Sid. Sid is Curtis's best friend. I wasn't going to say Sid, that. I wasn't going to say that, but I was told that when the attorney called you, you actually said. Call the, Sid. The only guy he listens to is Sid. <laughs> it's hilarious. It, it's hilarious in one respect. But the fact is, they're not alone. I've had Republicans uh, call up management and ownership here and want me fired. City Hall, like every other day, every sickle fan, toady, and lackey down there. Oh, Curtis is lying. He's a pathological liar. He made that up. Every day, Albany, my fellow Republicans, Democrats, it doesn't matter. Whoever I target, friend or foe. They want me either to do a retraction apology. Law enforcement, Nassau County came in here. He's got to do a retraction. Maquana, my, you can kiss my tuchus. Suspension, expulsion, excommunication, fire him. Yeah, let me have another round of Donald Trump there in The Apprentice, please. You're fired. Yeah, that's what they want to hear. Meantime, here was Sid Rosenberg discussing the situation. My friend Curtis Lee, well, he is that guy, you know, dedicated his life. So when he goes out there and he makes an honest mistake about where a tent city may or may not pop up, so what? He's been right like 95% of the time. 95% of the time. Let's have uh, number 11 here. John Katsimatidis, please. Curtis is more right than wrong. Yeah. So Curtis is more right than wrong. And that is my agreement. Is that if I'm wrong, it's high noon, I pay the price. Justin Alec, as you know it. They won't have to fire me, I'll leave. But the fact is, is they can't understand how I'm always ahead of the curve. How I have this information that has been hermetically sealed in the envelopes, stored away in safes. You know, where they thought they're like Arthur Fliegenheimer, Dutch Schultz, and they left it to memory. But loose-lipped sink ships. And let me warn all my adversaries, Republicans, Democrats, 
elected officials, people in business, liars for hire like Idala and his uh, law firm there, you know, who chase ambulances all day. Before I say anything on the airwaves, I double-checked it, triple-checked it with my wife, Slew, my, my wife, Nancy Slewitt. She's the attorney. She does the deep dive on these things. And that's why I'm still here broadcasting, even though all of you are trying to get me fired. All of you are trying to get me to get down on wounded knee. <laughs> and then here was Artie Idala who spilled the beans. So he had to make up to Eric Adams because like a male Yente, he couldn't stop himself from talking with Sid Rosenberg, his very dear friend from their days at Poly Prep Day School. I ask you, Justin Ellis, what kind of a man's man goes to Poly Prep Day School, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> and look at him. He's got to make, make it up because he told us the truth of what's going on at City Hall. Now, this is all a ruse. How Biden has told Hochul and Eric Adams, don't worry about it. You all get a big fat check after I get elected in the general election for president on the abortion issue. What they've learned the hard way is that has gotten them nothing. They are on their hands and knees behind closed doors begging. And basically the word they got back was hang on for a year. If Biden gets reelected, we'll cut you a check for a lot of money. But we're not doing it until after the presidential election. Oh, did he get into trouble for that, for being a millionaire? They were so pissed at him. He had to do a fundraiser, and he had to come up with 25 Gs. And then he talked about the ineffectiveness and just lack of any controls and supervision at City Hall when they hand out these no-bid contracts. I was with a very high official yesterday from City Hall. Frank Caron. Who spoke in genuinely to me. And Frank Caron. The issue is not just finding places for these people, but when we do find places for these people, we can't find anyone to run the thing. So here's a building in Manhattan. The landlord's like, here, here's the keys. We don't have anyone to organize it, organize the whole thing. Who goes in what room? You need security. You need some form of, of, of maintenance and health care, not health care, but like sanitation in the place. Who's going to take out the garbage and pick it up? He's like, we are at... Which end? Yeah, which end until they found Doc Go, which said we can handle it all, although they never did it before. The CEO, I kid you not, ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Al Capone, who had no history of this. Last Friday, he had to resign in disgrace because his entire resume was fraudulent. He's the George Santos of uh, NGOs. And we gave them a $432 million no-bid contract in which they're giving kickbacks to the Adams administration. And they were supposed to testify to what they're doing with the money yesterday. And the Adams administration said, no, you don't go. We'll go for you. The plot thickens, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Idala and the rest of you liars for hire, you ambulance chasers, come for me. Go ahead, come for me, because one of your lawyers said he was forced to make a contribution yesterday. He came up and talked to me. Oh, boy, this is going to get deep. Arthur, you may be in court representing yourself for collecting and bundling campaign contributions from unwilling employees. (laughs) Nancy, get to work. Get to work. 
to be continued. You're fired. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Hold on, Justin. I know you do sports for Sid in the morning. But this is the Notre Dame fight song, you know, for the little leprechauns that Congressman Peter King gets all excited about. No, no, no. We're talking about the other green people, the Jaspers up in Manhattan College. You know, at the last stop of the number one train, you're up there on the bluff overlooking Ben Cortland Park. The Jaspers. Well, well, well. Now, why am I talking about Manhattan College? Because people don't listen to other people, little people. So the officials of Manhattan College earlier this week, Justin, uh, paid me a visit, the president, the vice president, and their top alumni, former police commissioner, longer serving in the history of the New York NYPD, Ray Kelly, telling me the dorm that is being converted into housing for illegal aliens is no longer their responsibility. They said, Curtis, it's not us. It's not us. They were like, which way did he go? Which way did he go? Pointing in all directions. It's the nonprofit we sold it to, Stag. They were supposed to create homeless housing, you know, veterans, other people in need. They're the ones who took the money from City Hall, the Eric Adams money. It's them. Don't don't point a finger at us. And then all of a sudden I see that just yesterday in advance of our rally, the first in the Bronx about the uh, illegal alien invasion, get your pads and pens, you want to join us on Sunday. I don't care if it's pouring rain, we're going to be out there. The Assemblyman Jeffrey Dinowitz and his son Eric Dinowitz, you know, I, I mean, you talk about nepotism. And Justin... Uh, Many of the people there, when they got the flyers that I would be uh, leading the rally, they were saying, your people, Curtis Lou has no rachmones, no rachmones. I'm not, I'm not empathetic, I'm not sympathetic to the plight of the illegals, really, really. And you are, Jeffrey Dinowitz and Eric Dinowitz, you're part of the corrupt Democratic machine run by the Speaker of the Assembly, Carl Hasty. Don't tell me about who's sympathetic and sympathetic. You have one master, and it's the crooks in the Bronx County corrupt Democratic machine. So they're issuing flyers out to everybody in advance of our rally Sunday. It's not us. It's not us. It's Manhattan College. Really? And you cut off people's discussions. You wouldn't listen to them, the people of Riverdale, the board of directors of Waldo Gardens, which finally came to the conclusion after trying to speak to Stag, which is basically giving them the cold shoulder, trying to talk to Manhattan College, trying to talk to Assemblyman Jeffrey Dinowitz and his corrupt son Eric Dinowitz of the corrupt Bronx County Democratic machine that they're tired of being lied to just like the rest of the citizens out there, are tired of being lied to by their politicians. I don't care if they're Republicans or Democrats. That's why I trust the people. 
And the board of director of all those gardens reached out to me and said, Curtis, we need a rally because they're all out to screw us. Whether it's uh, the two Dinowitzes, whether it's Manhattan College or Stag, the nonprofit, and we will be out there strong. Ladies and gentlemen, please join us. 238th Street in Waldo, right outside of the dormant uh, dormitory that they want to turn into housing for illegal aliens. Be out there, rain or shine, this Sunday, 2 o'clock at 238th Street and Waldo. And then we will bring it on to all of these deniers and expose all of them.